what we do here is go back, 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 back. This is Eat and Drink, the mini episode, hosted by Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Some mature content and language may come up, so consider yourself warned. Now, get ready for Eat and Drink. Okay, so this is going to be hopefully a mini episode. You know, we say that sometimes, yeah. and then it goes in different directions. You are trying to cover the entire Middle East in this episode, yeah. Marco. That is Marco Tempano. And that is Ali Hassan, who has some Middle East uh, knowledge. I do have some knowledge. Yeah. I have some, some as far as food goes in particular, I've got some experience. Yeah. I've got some love, uh, reverence, respect. I've told you that my favorite thing about the Middle East, uh, or my experiences in the Middle East, are going to those... Basically, mom and pop shops where oh, they man. do one thing and they do it well. And I saw your pictures and I was like, Marco is living that life Listen. right now. Okay. First of all, let me just say this. Whether this is a mini or a maxi episode, it's it's going to be what it's going to be. But I had the great fortune to travel to the Middle East and it started off in a country I like to call Bahrain. You know what? They also like to call it Bahrain, which is an yes. interesting coincidence for both of you. And before, and I think I had I was talking to you about it one time, and I didn't know what I was talking about. You're gonna, you were like, you're going to love it. Now, listen, when it comes to making hummus, no one has, no one does it better than in the Middle East because I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but that silky I have never had. I've had know, great hummus, but what it like? What? How is it that? Well, silky? I told you that story about my friend Sheba who had mangoes in Libya and yeah. now refuses to eat mangoes anywhere else. You're not going back to Libya, bud. You're here. Yeah. So you eat them. No, no. I don't want to ruin the memory yeah. of that flavor. This is what it is. Yeah. And and the, the shawarma that I had in Saudi Arabia, there's nothing yeah. that'll ever compare My friend, to that flavor of meat. I am ruined yeah. for kebab, and we'll get to that later. Speaking that of ruined, let me just start yes. off with the, with the, with the, with the, on the downer. Yeah. The trip began, uh, podcast, eat, and drink. What was the date here? November 22nd. Oh, it's Marco at, uh, at Mick Arabia. Uh, McDonald's Arabia eating a Mick Arabia chicken. That okay, so great. let me start with this. Yeah. We get in. I, I'm to, totally it's, messing. With no, you, no. One thirty in the morning. What are you going? It's do? a long, it's a long tour in there. We spent five hours in Heathrow, and as great a, as an airport as Heathrow is, you can only eat what you can eat there, right? Yeah, and yeah, and so we get in, and we're we're famished, right? We're not crazy hungry, but we're like we're a bit hungry. The restaurants in the in the uh, hotel are closed, and we're like, "What are we gonna do?" Right? So we're like, "All right, let's just go for a little walk, see if we run into something. If not, whatever, we'll just go to bed a little bit hungry, right?" And there happens to be a McDonald's open late, and we're like, "All right, let's go inside there." I love going to McDonald's in in foreign locations to see what what different items they have that we don't have here. Yeah, and they had something called the Micarabia. Yeah, and if it's called the Micarabia. And you're in Arabia, the Middle East, yeah. and you're like, I like, there's no way I'm not gonna have this. Yeah, yeah. And it, when you had it, it was in some sort of a thin bread. Yeah, like a thin. almost like a falafel. It was yeah. a very thin piece of chicken uh, with some lettuce greens or whatever. It was, it was really nice. I will say that. Was it, was it mind changing? Was it whatever? No, but it was right. fine. For, but what they did have that I thought was fantastic was these camembert bites. Fried little pieces of Camembert cheese. Also on the podcast Eat Drink Instagram page. Yep, they look good. I could eat this for the rest of my life. Like if <laughs> if McDonald's North America had Camembert bites, you'd be in trouble. I'd be in trouble. Yeah. So I had them when I was there. 
I had them in the airport. It was fantastic. So there you go. Good. Moving uh, on, you went to a place called Lumi. Yes. So amazing. So we had to unfortunately eat it in the hotel a few nights, which is fine. The food was fine, but it's yeah. hotel food. You want to venture out and you want to go. And we got to we got to meet some people from Bahrain, and they're like a uh, huge South Asian uh, community there as well. So they do um, Indian food phenomenally well yeah. as well. Like it was fantastic. But they were like, you got to go to this place called Lumen because there is... Lumi. Lumi, sorry, yeah. Lumi. Because there is a black lime that is well known. Yeah, in, Bahraini yeah, black lime. Yeah. It's a Euro, yeah. So they're like, every dish has some sort of component of lime or lemon in it, right? And uh, we go there and top to bottom, fantastic. And we had the black lime dish and it wasn't so... Like it's hard for me to describe, but it was like... A taste onto its own. Yeah. Yeah. It was a taste onto its own. It was fantastic. Nothing like lime. Not really limey. <sighs> they had that uh, that uh, kab- some lumi kebab type of thing in a traditional Bahraini black lime yeah. marinade. It yeah. said, and yeah, yeah, it's like a is. marinade of lime with, and I, I can't even say smoky, but like a um, rich earthiness that limes don't have that yeah. this lime had. Okay. That was like, that was just wonderful. Almost an umami taste to it, but it wasn't quite that. It was still lifted up by some sort of citrus. Yeah. Tell me what this was. It's a. It looks like watermelon cubes with maybe some kind of was a halloumi cheese on. Yeah, top. it was um, watermelon with a very spicy, um, a spicy. What was it? Uh, give me a second here. Let me just look at that picture because um, where is Lumi? There we go. I'll remember it once I see it. Yeah, halloumi, a spicy halloumi. And it was so spicy that the watermelon just cooled you down. I was like, what a great way okay. to serve this spicy dish. I remember being like, oh, this. And then I, I eat too much watermelon. And it was like, oh, no. Like, the watermelon served a purpose <laughs> the there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then. Um, then when I saw you eating kanefe, I was, uh, I love that the most. Because this is this is the thing that I had in Jordan. Oh. Which is like a husband, and it was a husband and uh, husband, father and son duo. Yeah. Uh, just doing one thing, this. Two different ways. That was the entire thing. I could eat roses and rose water <laughs> and pistachio. Yeah. In the Middle East, pistachio, if I'm not having it once a day, something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That thing, that rose was- Rose petals, eh? They just- uh, It was just it. so wonderful. Just yeah. so wonderful. Bahrain itself is a great country. And uh, yeah, the food at uh, Lumi was out of this. And you know where Lumi was? So one local was like, you got to go eat at Lumi. It was in a mall. It was in a mall. There was a cheesecake factory. There was a um, some other chain restaurant, and there was this place. And we went in there, and we're like, "Oh, this is so great!" Okay, t- please tell me about this breakfast. Skim through here, oh, yeah, and sure. tell me what this breakfast was, because this looked phenomenal and very unique. Not stuff that we're used to seeing. Yeah. So um, this was okay. So now we're in Israel. Oh, that was in this Israel. is in Israel. So keep telling me about Bahrain before you jump on. Yeah. So uh, Bahrain. What I loved, what I've noticed in the Middle East, what they were doing was they were serving a lot of little sides. Yeah. So you were always getting some little side with your thing. There was always hummus uh, yeah. or tahini or um, uh, like I remember the breakfast is being fantastic. Fresh juices. Yeah. Like, um, you know, you, you you would have the eggs and whatnot, but it was all the accoutrements that was that just made everything so delightful. And what is that tahini? It's like a little dessert. It's a tahini. Oh, what is it? A tahini or a sesame seed. Um, it's a little square. It's sweet. It is a. Almost like a nougat taste, like that yeah, kind, kind of, of shape. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Uh, I ate so many of them. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has a name like it's about. a it's yeah. it's not an unfamiliar name. No, no, exactly. Um, yeah, after after baklava, it's one of the yeah. more popular desserts there. Um, oh, I'm killing. Uh, anyways, that I'll look it up after yeah. because it's just I ate that every day as well. It was like it was just. The halva, halva, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Because I'm like, I know it because I've had it here too. But there, it was just, just, it was just the get baklava out of my mind. Well, because there's so much baklava there too, man. Like it's like it's there, it's there. So we head from um, Bahrain. We go to um, Jordan only in the airport to get to Israel. So we're in Tel Aviv now. Yeah, and that is. That's like at 9 p.m. We go to a breakfast restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we're like, we're like, we're famished once again. We're like, okay, we need to eat something. We're like, oh, this breakfast restaurant. I could go for eggs. I could go for eggs. So one of us gets the shashuka and the other person gets that. Yeah. And the shashuka is like, uh, there's hummus at the bottom. Yes. There's tomato sauce on top of it. And then there's, that's two pieces of falafel yes. inside and there. And so the bottom is all hummus, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's not what I'm familiar with here when I no. have it and it was so it was like rich and creamy and savory and then you've got the falafel and the falafel is just on point like falafel I needs know. to be like and the beautiful thing about that falafel is I think I have a photo of it like I cut it in half and it was this brilliant green yeah like the way it should be like it was like pleasing well, to the it's eye it's very difficult to eat falafel anywhere else after the Middle East it's why really... is that why is that nobody's making it fresh like that oh, they're making man. it they're letting it, they're refrigerating yeah. it, packaging it, and then selling it to you. And there's nothing you can do. No microwave or toaster oven is going to restore its yeah. past glory. It's not yeah. the same, man. This was a phenomenal breakfast. I can't remember the name of that restaurant. Yeah. Um, and it was great. And then, so we're in Tel Aviv. Hummus once again. It's like, it's just great and great in different ways. And I just love how casual hummus is served. Like, yeah. we had... One day we were at the beach and we're like, oh, let's just get, I want a coffee. And we're like, we'll get a coffee. Let's just get a little snack. And we just got hummus with some pita bread and uh, our coffees. And it's like, yeah. like, this is what we're having. It was like with a bit of olive oil on top. And we're like, I don't need anything. This, Who says I can't have this with my coffee? Well, there was that, you remember, uh, don't mess with the Zoltan, that Adam Zohan, Sandler yeah. movie. Don't mess with the Zohan, yeah. that Zoltan. Yeah. And it was like, you want hummus, 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 yeah. hummus with your milk, hummus yes. with your cereal? And they made a joke out of it because that's anybody who's been to Israel says exactly the yeah. same thing. It's like, when will these people not eat hummus? And here's the thing. You you start to understand. You're like, yes, there's no reason I can't have yeah. hummus with every, sure. every, every meal. And it's like, this is the the best hummus I've had. In my life, of right. course I'm going to have it. Yeah. This is my uncle in Korea with kimchi. Yeah. Why won't I have kimchi yeah. with every meal? That doesn't make, there's no reason not to anymore. It's, I, nothing's stopping. Me in Puglia, Italy, it was like olive oil all the time. Yeah. When, you ha- when you're having the best, you can have it all the time. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And so then we go to Jaffa in Tel Aviv. Yeah. And okay. that's when I took that video because I was like, I, Ali needs to, the old, the old man, man in the, the sea. sea. Yeah. And a couple people on our Facebook had said, you got to go here. You got to go here. You okay. got to go here. And it's not, and it's not necessarily a hidden gem because a lot of people know it. But if you're in Jaffa in Tel Aviv, it's right by the water and you sit down and the first thing they do is they throw down 20 plates, 20 little bowls of appet- condiments. Uh, condiments. Yeah. yeah. There's avocado. There's hummus. There's tahini. There's some egg dish. There's beets. There's like so much. Like you're just looking at it and you're like, I, I my mind can't comprehend. Yeah. How do I order at this yeah. point? What do I order? Yeah. How do I order? I've got everything I need yeah. in front of me. And so it's like at a certain point, and this is all just on the table. 
And they, then they come and they give you the menus and we're like, oh, this might be enough, right? So I'm like, no, I'm gonna have some, I'm gonna have some uh, chicken, chicken on a skewer. Uh, what do you call it? Um, so they say. So then a man is like, I might just have this, and he's like, it's fine. If you want to just have this, we're gonna charge you. Uh, I think it was like 45 shekels for this as your meal. Otherwise, if you order something, this is included. It's it's part of the thing, right? So like, you could really. Do what you want, right? And Amanda's like, oh, maybe I'll order something. She ordered the fish. And she didn't regret it because the fish was fantastic. It was the local fish. And she's like, but she goes, I didn't need it. I could have just stayed with these. Yeah, no, these are pictures worth seeing. Podcast, eat, drink on Instagram. Go see these pictures of old men and see. It's an obscene amount of things on YouTube. I can't even get the whole. You can't get it. I can't get them. That's why I did the video. And uh, they bring you like this fantastic lemon Lem- freshly squeezed lemonade, but it doesn't taste like lemonade. It yeah. tastes so much better. And uh, how hot was this green? Uh, uh, was it a jug? What, what did you call it? the green that you put on the falafel? Or is that the that's falafel? falafel. Oh that's my a, god! That's, that's why I was so telling you, like, that's why I was saying, like, I can't believe oh, it, right? I can't man. believe how they do it, that's right? Greener than I. Yeah, that's that's like a astroturf green. Like it was, it was, it was brilliant. It was wonderful. It was, I don't know. Um, the coffee there was fantastic. Yeah, in Israel, like it was. That's just, spoiled me forever. I've never had a Tim Hortons that I've enjoyed since my time in Jordan. And we went to over. Jerusalem, and we went to this um, Middle Eastern restaurant. I can't remember the name. They made their local beer. Amanda would remember the name. It's like um, oh, we asked a million people, <laughs> and and then we finally stumbled on it, and it was fantastic. I don't know. I can't think right now. I'm sorry. I apologize, but it was fantastic. And, uh, yeah. I mean, you're a man of uh, simple words sometimes on Instagram. You have a, a bowl of hummus, chickpeas, and olive oil inside it, and you just wrote a religious experience. Yeah, and that's that's what, that's what the one I had with coffee. That's what I had. For, that's okay. the one I had with coffee, yeah. Okay, yeah, religious and, and mind-bending uh, sort of like who would have coffee and hummus here? Yeah. But when you're there, you're like, who wouldn't? And A fool. It doesn't make sense when I say it here to you, to one, like, you know— like I would be like you're having that with coffee with yeah. a cappuccino. I'm like, but there it was like, yes, my body needs this right now. Yeah. It needs the olive oil. It needs the hummus. It needs the chickpeas. This is great. It was the per- It was actually, in fact, if you think about it, I'm having the coffee, and I could have a croissant or I could have this. That's going to give me sustenance as I walk through the city sure. before I have lunch. So this was with no bread. This is just hummus. That's well, it, they they served it with just hummus, and then we're like, can we have a bit of bread? But yeah. they had just served it down like oh, that. Yeah. So I was like, right. ah, I could eat it with a spoon. Like, I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. But I'd like to have it with a bit of bread. And they brought us the bread, and it was out of this world. Yeah. Yeah. And then from Israel, we had to... We're no longer in the Middle East. Technically, we're in Europe slash Asia. We're in Turkey. We're in We're in Istanbul. And that's it. And and you can just stop right there because if you haven't been to Istanbul, it is a glorious place to go visit. Israel is too. Bahrain is too. Like these are just wonderful places. But Istanbul was never on my on my map of, of places I really yeah. wanted to go to. I don't know why it just wasn't. I cer- certainly would have welcomed it. But it just so happened we were traveling from Israel. We had to stop in Istanbul. We're like, let's spend a couple of days in Istanbul. And I'm so grateful that I did. It was fantastic. Oh, so this was just a stop that it was a, a travel stop, and then you turned it into something. Yeah, more. because we couldn't get to Israel from Bahrain. We had to go to Istanbul. And then what happened was our flight got canceled, so we actually went through Jordan. And so we still had some days in Istanbul on the way back because okay. we had to fly from Israel to Istanbul to get to London, back to Toronto. 
uh, a little bit convoluted, but we're like, let's spend some time in Istanbul. For sure. And listen, you know your friend, was it Sheba? Was that her name? Yeah, Libya, Turkey, yeah. Yeah, with mangoes, yeah. I had a kebab that I know when I when I was eating it, I was I was like, I will never have a kebab this good ever oh. in my life ever again. And I and I knew it on a metaphysical level. Yeah, I knew yeah. it in a, in a way that was 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 transcendental because it was like my body just said to me, this is punto e basta the best there. Everything will be measured against this. You will never have anything better than this. And we and it was the small little tiny little place. And its sort of claim to fame was Anthony Bourdain ate there. So there was a photo of Anthony Bourdain. And, and you know, I looked at it and I was like, do I really want to eat there? Like, it, it's probably been spoiled since he ate there. It was, it had three small tables, no bigger than this table. It was That's a small it. little place. The, the man who, who operated the, the grill was older and it was probably his place. And, you know, pointed, out, pointed what we wanted. We both had the same thing, two kebabs. And it took forever. And we're like, this. we're in this little space and it, this little place. It's taking so long. Why is it taking yeah. so long? Because I'm thinking like a North American, right? Snip, snap, snip, snap. I, it should have, be on my plate. I should eat it and go, right? They bring it. And it was like, all bets are off. This was it. And then, so that that was the place. I took a picture of the name of it. You, If you're in Istanbul, that's where you go. Yeah. We went on the last night and... That's the only tragic part because had I gone the first night, I would, would have been there every, every single day, single day yeah, every, yeah, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. You got to hoard it. You got to hoard it. You, you know to. you're not getting that again. This is why, folks, we've all had these friends who go places. I had two of my closest friends go to Italy. Yeah. And everything they ate when they came back, oh, the steak. And remember yeah. how it tasted in Italy? Yeah. Oh, the wine. Oh, here, you got to have all these big glasses in wine. In Italy, they give you uh, wine in a small tumbler, and it's 10 times better than this fussy wine. Do it. And people are insufferable for a while, but it's with good reason. I, I don't know what I'm going to do when I have hummus again here. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I don't know what I'm going to say. As well, the <laughs> Turkish coffee. Yeah. And then there's you can get Turkish coffee with mastique in it, and that's something that I didn't know. What is mastique? Mastique is a, um, a, a sap from a tree that okay. they make in this very sort of um, local style of Turkish coffee. It gives it sort of a... Um, Almost like a liquor flavor to it. it. Has a slight, it has a slight elevation to it. And then the the chai teas that you get, or the little teas that you get everywhere in Turkey, it's like this is the best. Not to mention the baklava and the sweets and the and the Turkish delight. Oh, end of story. That's where I have to end my life because it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. The Middle East. I'm sorry. This sounds like such a like a masturbatory episode, but it was just so fantastic. <laughs> I'm into it, buddy. Yeah. What do you think I'm doing under this table? This is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. So you've been to the Middle East, right? I've been to Jordan, and I've been to Saudi Arabia, yeah. and I've been to Cairo. Wow. Um, it's always phenomenal food, mm -hmm. and it's always people who, especially when you meet people and you talk to locals, yeah. you just, it's important. I think it's important for people to have those experiences because you form opinions about people you don't know, and then you meet them on the ground in real yeah. life, and you're like, wow, often. Often, mm -hmm. you're like, that was a level of generosity that I can't even comprehend. Yeah. That person was literally ready to do anything for me. For what? For what? Why do I deserve this? You get, it's just, it's crazy and it's a, it's, it's a gift that never stops giving mm -hmm. as, as you relive it in your memories. You know? I wish I could take some of these horribly racist individuals 
uh, in North America that you're seeing, especially with uh, the Muslim community, and take them and transplant them even for a day in these Middle Eastern countries to see what their fears are that manifest in the most horrible ways. And I'm going to point a, a particular political finger. I'm going to make a political statement now. I hope you don't mind. Oh, to the province boy. of Quebec and the leaders there. Yeah. And how horribly uh, racist and Islamophobic and uh, other phobic that these people are that have made that law. When you go to these Middle Eastern places and you see the different cultures and the different religions just living their lives and nobody makes a big thing of it and how wonderful everyone is that you encounter or at least the majority of people that I encounter, how warm and how uh, intelligent and how... uh, uh, embracing they are, it it drives me to no end to know that I live in a country where part of the country is able to enact these laws that are so horrific. Mm-hmm. And I point my finger to the to the leaders in Quebec who have done that, and a huge disservice to this nation and the people in it. It's a it's a tough way to end the show. I'm but, sorry. But I'm sorry. You know, uh, I'll tell you. I think. I think it's a great way to end it in mm. the sense that what you're really saying is yeah. that we, we should celebrate our differences. We have many more. Yes. Uh, we have more in, in common than mm. we think. And differences are not a bad thing. Yeah. Right. It's it's there's there's so much to discover out there. There's so much to love about mm. people and cultures and, 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 and things. There's so much to to learn and, and respect and gain personally. When you open your uh, your your eyes and your hearts to mm-hmm. things, and I'm really yeah. I'm glad you had that experience. Oh man. man, it was a religious experience is the only way I can describe yeah. it through food and through people. Yeah. Well, I hope this gave you something, if nothing more, uh, a, a, a level of inspiration to travel to these parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, in recent weeks, I also did an episode about traveling across Canada. Uh, Marco also went to the heart of America, yeah. OKC, Oklahoma City, and uh, and uh, no different from the Middle East. It mm. was like there are people who have plenty of uh, prejudices about white Americans in Middle America, and what you saw was uh, was nothing nothing like that. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's people loving people with big hearts everywhere. Mm-hmm. Guys, thank you for listening. I'm Ali Hassan. I'm Marco Timpano. Until we eat again. That was Eat and Drink, the mini-episode with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. If you have a topic, cocktail, food item, or segment for what's in Marco's mouth, email us at podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Again, that's podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next one, forks up.